You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Don't Breathe 2 is the story of a father whose daughter is kidnapped by criminals. Or is it? We try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. And I mean Mark. And today we're taking a look at 2021's Don't Breathe 2, which is obviously a fairly recent one. Should be a film studies, but, uh, well, this is a first, Mark. This is. We, <laughs> yeah, we took a look at it and we're like, uh, no, this deserves the or is it treatment. Yeah. So this is also a first uh, for us. This is the first time we did the original movie as a film studies and the sequel as an or is it. Right. So it's kind of like a crossover. Little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard this before. I've, I've heard podcasts where the podcast I'm listening to will have some guests on and then part two of that, that subject, whatever, or movie they're talking about will take place on the other guy's show. Yes, we've just done that internally. I so guess we technically one... we should have Nirvana on this one because he was on our "Don't Breathe" podcast. But oh, that's right. Were you on the "Don't Breathe" podcast, or was that? I I don't think I was. I'm gonna look that up. I did watch the movie, but I think for certain reasons I couldn't be there to record. Something came up. I think you were on it. I know I watched the first one because I, I actually was like it was it was pretty good. I, I wasn't. I didn't think it was horrible. The first one is really good. I really really enjoy the first one. Yeah. Um. This one, it you yeah. just you can't do it. They they cannot. Let's just say it right now. You can't turn this guy into a hero. No. And after everything he's done, I get a redemption story. And here's the other I thing. Did. You really shouldn't either. Well, it just softens the hell out of him for the first one. Well. Right? I mean, yeah, but if you remember what he did in the first one. Right? Yeek. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just... Like he, yeah. The sequel to this movie should just be him in prison stabbing other prisoners or something. like. <laughs> oh, and no. maybe that... It was you know it, what? it was my it, it was me and Nirvana. Okay. Yeah, yeah sorry. I remember watching the movie. I remember watching the movie. I did see it and I know I was watching it for the show. I just for whatever reason didn't get a chance to record. Yeah. I think it was the scheduling, I think being able to get Nirvana on, I couldn't be on the at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. When um so yeah, so if you've seen the first movie, I mean spoiler alert for the first movie, we're going to have to talk about it because Absolutely. We're going to have to talk about it. Um Yeah. Because this this movie is predicated on whether or not you can believe the villain of that movie can be the good guy in this movie. Yeah. I think they gave it probably the best chance they could. Uh, they did try and stack the cards as high as they could in his favor. They, but they hit the it, uh, they hit the bad guy tri- uh, trilogy or, or trinity. Uh, we'll get to that yeah. in a second. But 
Yeek. Um, let's just do this. Welcome to the show, Madeline Grace and Brendan Saxton the Third and Fiona O'Shaughnessy. Um, Brendan Saxton, Sexton the Third, you may have seen in various things. Uh, we can actually welcome back Stephen Lang to or is it? He was in Mortal Engines. Remember the movie about oh, the cities on yes. wheels? Oh God. Yeah, he was in that one. So, yeah, where have I seen this dude before? This. Mr. He's been on the TV, third. the not Dean Ambrose, yeah. He uh Yeah. Oh, Chicago PD, I would sorry. have seen him. Not John Moxley these days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I know I've seen him in Chicago PD at least once. That's where I've seen him. Uh okay, I knew he looked familiar, but I couldn't place it because he was only on one episode. It's not like he was a Oh, he was in Black Hawk Down back in two thousand one. Yeah, so it we have to talk about the first one. I'll give you a quick recap. This was a uh, three teenagers with access to security codes because one of their fathers was worked for a security company. So they had access to all of the uh, security codes for various houses. They would stake them out, find out which ones had a lot of money or jewels, and then break in. Uh, and they would typically steal less than $10,000 because they didn't want to make it a felony. Uh, until they break into the blind guy's house. Uh, and that's all he's known as in that movie. The blind, the man, blind yeah. man. Um, and then they find out that they broke into the wrong house because not only is this guy a trained Navy, former Navy SEAL, Navy special SEAL. ops, superhuman, awesome fighter guy. Yeah. Um, so you have a little bit of sympathy for him initially in that movie. But then you also find the horror aspect of that movie where he, his daughter was killed in a car accident. And so he then, and then the woman who hit his daughter and killed his daughter went free on a technicality. So he kidnapped the woman who killed his daughter, sexually assaulted her with a turkey baster got her pregnant, inseminated him. Or so, uh, inseminated her, I should say, so that he could get back his own daughter. Yeah. Dude is crazy. Right. So then uh, one of the thieves, I believe, was a young woman who was... The big scary part was basically threatening to have her yeah. in the place of this other woman... Well, because she dies, right? The in, the one who in in who the course the of yeah, in the course of their struggles, the um, the pregnant lady in his basement uh, gets killed. So he's now distraught. So he um, captures the girl who actually becomes the final the, girl. The final girl comes who becomes the main character of that movie, which is kind of odd because they it's not who they focus on at all, but it works. Um. And he threatens to inseminate her with his semen through a turkey baster. But somehow that's better. He, oh, I never, I never touched them. But it's it's not yeah, good. <laughs> not, not 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 being women, I know we're not really put, qualified to comment on this. Yeah, but I can't imagine that using the baster is any less 
that. Yeah, as I say, well, yeah, Your Honor, I did hit, I, I did hit her, but I was wearing gloves. Yeah, 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 yeah I was know, wearing so, boxing gloves at the time. No, no, so. I, I was wearing like winter gloves, so it was kind of you know cushioned. But yeah, I did yeah, hit right. her. Yeah, I, I did kidnap her, but I tied her up with soft rope as opposed to hard <laughs> yeah. zip ties. Yeah. So yeah, is it any less bad? So no, no it's. So that's where the f- first movie and then he he gets beaten up and she gets away and but he's still alive at the end of the first movie because we see it somehow on the somehow that he's still alive. Um and I had said in in our review that this doesn't need a sequel, shouldn't get a sequel. There's no reason for this to have a sequel. Leave it alone like I've said numerous times. Uh for various movies, this doesn't need a sequel. No, I mean, and if I could put my two cents in about that first movie, because I, I wasn't on the show. Sure. Uh, well, yes, I, I think that all the horrific stuff that he was doing did really make it a, a horror movie. It could have been just a cool action movie they had on their hands and having the, the three thieves be the villains who broke into the wrong guy's house yes. and then and, and get the tables turned on him and, and pay for their crimes. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, leaving the whole kidnapping a woman and doing all that that nasty stuff to her out of it this is just a cool movie with a kind of a horror bent to it where you know it's it's in the dark and everything and now they're the hunted yeah uh you know so they they had something there and then this sequel you would totally be on board you'd be rooting for this guy to keep doing the right thing and use his skills and you you know you feel you have the sympathy cuz he's blind but he's pulling through anyway and doing all this amazing stuff right right it could have been this premise that they set up this movie with would work so much better if the first one was just a really good action movie about a blind guy that can do awesome stuff right but the problem with that is without the twist in the first movie that turns him into the villain i don't think that movie becomes as popular as it is no, no i, I get you know it right because it's it sits in that horror genre as a good horror movie because of that i'm just i'm just saying that this movie i think only works in a in a world where that first one wasn't the horror movie it was but was more of just like an action thriller type yes thing. yeah this one's more action than it is no it's not a horror movie at all no, as far no as this I'm one concerned. that's and that's my point like this one basically just is an action thriller and that first movie had they left the kidnapping stuff out of it it would have flowed nicely together yeah right as a, like it would have been more consistent you believe him as a hero you would want to cheer for him as a hero this one i'm not cheering for anybody i want everybody to lose except for maybe the little girl yeah this one is very weird um let's get into it we have the opening the opening is the girl walking away from the house is that correct does it, yeah, house is on fire. She's she's out. Yeah, she walks into the street. We don't see her face, so we have no idea who who it is. Right. And we just have the shock of white hair, a la Rogue from X Men, and she falls down just face first and in, into the pavement, and yeah. then that's it. And then eight, and then cut to eight years later or something like that. Something like that. So she's maybe a bit, ten she's years later, now. maybe. I think it was eight. So I think she was like okay. two or three. I think she's supposed to be like eleven or twelve. Yeah, in uh, in eight, she's still really young. Um, I like this actress though. Yeah, she's good. An- an- another young actress with potential. So I'm I'm hoping for a big career for her because I think she's got something here. If she can survive this movie, yeah, and still come out the other side like a sane human being, 
You know, yeah. <laughs> Especially when we come to the end of it, how, what she has to do in her yeah. scenes. No shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then I think we, you know, she she'll be she'll be all right. Anyway, um, yeah, and so we see. But then we get to the scene where she's uh, this another girl. We later find out it's the same girl, but yeah, the girl yeah. is being chased by a dog, and she's running away and running away and running away. Um, and if you've watched the trailer, then you already know the the hook to this is that. It's her dog, and it's just a test set up by the blind the the blind man who is her father, or she calls him daddy. So, for the first little while, I was kind of like, "Oh, well, well, where where did he get this daughter?" I was trying to remember the first movie and be like, "Wait, was the baby born?" No, I know I I couldn't remember. No. I was like, "Is is that what we're supposed to see? Like, this is the did is this girl?" Did they light the house on fire when they left the blind man's place? Yes. Uh, yeah, so I thought this was an escapee from the first movie, but it's not. It had nothing to do with it. Yeah. The and only through line is the blind man himself. Yeah, which is weird, because now he's got this woman that's making deliveries for him. He's, what, planting? He's got a greenhouse, I guess? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's got like a, yeah, that's how he makes his living, I guess. He's selling should... plants online? I guess. So this, yeah, this woman stops by period, I guess, once a week and sells the plant or makes the deliveries or something. I guess, yeah, like for him. So he doesn't have to go anywhere. He just tends to the plants, and then every once in a while, the little girl goes with her into town, into quote unquote town, and not often. Um, no, because it's obviously um, like because the girl, the delivery girl, says that she. You know, you can't keep her. It's the whole, you can't keep her in a cage. You know, let, you know if you love her, let her let her free. If she comes back, then it's meant to be type thing. Um, or just like a normal kid needs to be around other people. Yeah. Like, it can't just be you and her. Yeah, forever. and you get her, you know, looking at pe- the kids in the playground wanting to play with them, but she can't because they're... But then she goes to the bathroom, and a creepy guy follows her in. Mm-hmm. Now, first off... I understand city, uh, the Detroit, uh, I understand that the city of Detroit is in disarray these days. It is. It can't be this bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it, it, this makes it appear that it's this bad everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like we go from dilapidated house to dilapidated house to dilapidated bathroom to dilapidated house. Like... The bathroom from Saw bad. Like, this, this yeah. is a shitty bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's. She, I think there's someone playing the game in the stall next to her. I mean, it's just. Yeah, like, no child should be in there. That's terrible. And, and honestly, if things are that bad, why is the woman not going with her? Yeah, like, aren't they at a gas station? I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my kid. Uh, uh, like, if I was looking after a kid, even though, you know, she's old enough to go to the bathroom by herself, I'm at the door, at yeah. least. In a place like this? Yeah, or you can hold it. Yeah. Wait until you get home. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, but anyway. Well, well, we had a good time in the city. She now has everything. Um, yeah. So, better get her to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that's transferable through touch, she's got. Yep. Um, okay. But then we find out there's a creepy guy standing at the door of the girl's bathroom. Now, and, and now I, I, 
I don't have any kids, but I can't imagine if I had, if I'd suddenly found out I had a kid, a daughter, my first line would be like, you're pretty. You know what I mean? Upon well, meeting your daughter for the first time. No, not for the first time, but well, let's, let's save that because so far he's just a guy. As far as this movie is concerned. Well, as far as this movie, yeah, he's just a creepy guy. He's just a creepy guy staring at this kid, and so she calls in the dog. The dog kind of walks her out, gets in the car. I like that move. Yep. That's yep. a cool move. You don't see that every day. <laughs> and here's a giant Rottweiler that will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> what does she say? Bite your testicles off. <laughs> yeah. She's 12 years old and already needs to know that. <laughs> like, to target the testicles. That's that's not what a little girl needs to be taught. Yeah, exactly. Well... She shouldn't have to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they go home. The creepy guy follows. Uh, and later on at night, he comes back and it's a home invasion. So here, he, here's what's what got me with this setup. And maybe and I'm guessing this was on purpose, but it really made me think this is a completely different movie. OK. They also are inserting uh, news footage of a manhunt for a doctor that went rogue and has been doing underground um, organ transplants and organ harvesting and yes stuff like that. So when Creepy Guy is following a little girl, I thought we had an organ harvest situation. And my whole t- the whole time I'm distracted thinking like, what is so special about this girl that he wants? Like, what? Who needs an eight-year-old or twelve-year-old heart? You know what were I mean? Were they like, looking for for an organ harvester? Or were they looking for a child predator? Organ harvester. Oh, okay. Because I kind of the just doctor. Got... Yeah, yeah. Because he was doing these these um like just underground back alley organ transplants. Right. You know, like basically like, almost like mob doctor style, right? So they kidnap people, just take their organs by by force, by force. and. Yeah, and yeah, you know, so, I mean, the hell, like, so I'm thinking this is a completely different movie. And maybe that's on purpose to kind of like, oh, the swerve, the reason why they're so obsessed with her is for a different reason. So it creates a twist. Yeah, I I wondered why that was being said in the first place. I I didn't see any correlation between the two at that time. So I just kind of thought, oh. This is just bad movie making, and they maybe this is a, a dropped plot because like, nothing about this home invasion says anything about organ harvesting or anything like that. It's like nothing screams it anyway. But all we've been set up with is two things: one, a little girl's being raised by the blind man, and two, there's an organ harvester on the loose. Yeah. So when goons show up to follow a little girl, I'm thinking they work for the organ harvester. Oh, see, I didn't even think that. Wow, you're yeah, you're you're right on top of this more than I was. But I mean, I totally had the reasons wrong. Yeah. Well, why would you? Why would? Yeah. Why would I assume that that? Like, because we, I don't know who this little girl is, right? Um, yeah. And and of course they're trying to of course blindside you even more by by the blind man lying to everybody. Yeah. About her origins. Yeah, and that your mother died when you were young, and you know, and I'm like, wait. So I'm thinking, also. Um, did he have another victim after the first movie and we're to believe that that one was successful? So now he has a 12 year old. Well, and that's another thing you don't know how she came to be in the blind man's care. 
And obviously she wasn't forced or, you know, like she doesn't feel like she's like she's trapped other than he won't let her out to play with the kids. Like he like she loves him. You know what I mean? She regards yeah, she, him as as her father. So, yeah, she obviously does because he's given her all the tools she would need to just run away. Yeah. Like more equipped than actually most kids would be. Like, she yeah, could go, you know, she could just run away and be fine because she's been he's been teaching her. The whole time, how to basically, yeah, yeah, how to be a little commando, so yeah. Um, so they come back at night, and the first thing they do is they they complete uh, level one of the bad guy uh, Trinity, and that's kill kill a dog, kill an animal, mm-hmm. right? So they kill the they kill the guard dog, which I believe was in the first movie, Shadow. Yeah, um, it's the same dog. So this, I mean, this this poor fella had. He's been running for a long time. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's now eight years later after the girl. After, after they pick the up girl. the girl. We don't even know how long it, the the beginning of this movie is after the first one. Yeah. So it could be like a good 10 years. And so this dog is. You got to figure with the injuries he, he sustained in the first one. He's probably six months. At least. At least. Yeah. Just in. Oh, and also having to find a new place to live, and yeah, and he doesn't have his back. money because the girl ends up stealing his money in the fir- in, in the first one. Yeah, so all right, so they come back to kill the dog, and they started invading the home, and it's basically at this point a rehash of the first movie. Yeah, just with new tricks. It's like in the next Saw movie. It's like the same premise with just different traps. Yeah, and this is where. You kind of get the feeling like they're they're giving the blind man superpowers. Oh fuck yeah! Don't get ahead of my or is it? <laughs> yeah, well, because he start he's able to to hear things like okay, he's blind and he's well trained, but I mean he's hearing and 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 feeling things that I don't think he should be able to hear and feel at this point, right? He's able to he's able to stack cans. Of groceries, yes. By what's printed on the label, yes. Like all the peas are in the same spot with the other peas. <laughs> yeah. How did he know he was holding a can of peas yeah. versus a can of beans? Yeah. And then the beans were over in the bean section. <laughs> yeah. now I know- Alphabetized by flavor. <laughs> Brown, maple, <laughs> baked. No, that's that's before brown, right? Right, right. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Pork sausage, yeah. Yeah. Molasses. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, yeah. Is there And I like, know I know blind people are certainly very capable of doing a lot of amazing things when they're in a routine and in their own home, and I get that. But I mean later on we'll see more examples of this. He's he's basically he is Daredevil. Let's just call it out right now. Yeah. Like he and 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 that's the whole premise of the Daredevil character is the idea of the height of the other senses being heightened. Well, then add comic book on top of that, and you get a guy who can read books because he can feel the indentations of the the actual written word. <laughs> the actual, yeah. yeah. Versus, it's like he's. It's, it's not like, braille. It's he's it actually reading. It, a it book. doesn't have to be. He can actually just yeah feel yeah. The, the yeah the typing on the page or whatever or the yeah. ink yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. This guy basically has that. That's how he knows the maple beans from the molasses beans. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God. So, 
not Dean Ambrose has his gang of <laughs> rednecks. And you know they're bad because they have mullets. Yep. Because mullets uh, equals bad. I wish I had written this down. I had I had the roster. Okay. I had I had the whole I had them all named because we don't really get We kinda names. do. There's Jim Bob, he gets his mouth glued That's, shut. That shaved head. Yeah. Then we get uh we get Big Boy. He's the the largest of them, right? He's the one who really gives the blind man like a, right, a go. Okay. He he's the one who get, basically gives him the most trouble aside right. from not Dean Ambrose. Um Raul, he's the man on the outside, and then we had uh um Oh, the kid. Like Jim Bob's younger brother, I think it was. Yeah. He oh oh I called him uh, the holy man. The holy man, yeah, because because uh, during this this part, right when they are in the garage and he's he's basically trapping them in the garage, uh, he gets the, the kid gets assaulted by the blind man. We don't see it, it's off camera, but he finds he get uh, when his brother finds him, he's got glue on his mouth, yeah, and up his nose, and so uh, shaved head has to put a hole in his cheek. Yeah, he grabs what, a piece of glass. And instead of just cutting the hole in the mouth, which he eventually does, he just cuts a hole in the cheek first. Yeah, so the, the brother does that. He takes a screwdriver and punctures his cheek so he can breathe. Yeah. But then, but then, holy, you know, the holy man is like, well, no, I just hear glass across. Like, you couldn't have found an exacto knife. It's a shop. Like, yeah. the screwdriver could have done that. Yo, you could take exactly. the edge of a screwdriver and yeah. cut through the, the glue. But the cure for it is a hole in the cheek. Like hole in the cheek. That's why it's kind of like saw. It's it's. Yeah, and then he gets a well. He gets a hammer to the head too. So I think he gets a hole in the head. So that's why I call him the holy man. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's all I've seen too because we don't see how long that he's not breathing. Yeah, I, I yeah, thought, we don't, I, yeah, we don't know how long he's been there. Where where the blind man went. Yeah, I kind of thought that was along your uh, your pet peeve of people breathing for long uh, things oh, it's underwater. Very, yeah, it's underwater very much. Yeah, like but it's, it's, but yeah, it's very much be like it because he was not he was not able to breathe, and yet he's walking around going, <laughs> and then you know it's it's a while before the guy it, picks it up thing and stabs him. So yeah, and he never thought to try and grab something to cut his way out of it. Yeah, what do you think? Like that, it's not like he was knocked out and couldn't breathe. No, I killed him. Yeah, which was, if you're going to do that, why, if you're going to do that with the intention of killing him, stick around and make sure it sticks. I can see maybe gluing the mouth so he can't scream. Yeah. While you're snapping his neck or whatever you're going to do. Yeah. But yeah, it's so weird to kind of this half measure. It is. Yeah. I, I think they're trying to play on the horror aspect like that. Kind of like you said, kind of like Saw. Just but they're also trying to keep him terrifying. as the good guy, too, right? Because they can't have him kill him because then he's not the good guy, right? He's not the protagonist of the movie anymore. Right, but where this guy comes from, he fucking, he's he's done, he's the worst. He's the worst. Our hero is the worst. And I <laughs> and I, I just can't get on board. So now I'm cheering for Shaved Head and the Holy Man and Big Boy. You kind of are. Um, Someone stop this madman before he does something to this little girl. 
And then not Dean Ambrose there, not John Moxley puts the girl into a bucket of water. Or no, she hides. She hides in the bucket. They have a. They have a. Uh, it's like a, pan, a a little panic room. It's little a little panic room. Yeah. It's a like I think a fire resistant metal box with a grate on the top, so she can hide in there and just be safe until and it locks from the inside. Right. So it's her safety zone. Right. So she gets in the Clever. box. Clever. Unfortunately, they put a grate at the top. And, and a hose in the basement. And a hose in the basement. So this the guy starts filling up the thing with water. And then he gets the idea of pulling this live wire and putting it at the top. Basically saying, stay back from me or else I will put this live wire into the water, which will electrocute the girl. And yeah, this is Big Boy doing all this. Yeah. And which, it's not John Moxley. Oh, okay. I thought it was... Uh, it's not, not John Moxley. Right. <laughs> um... But I was like, if you're really serious about this, well, like, and the girl's screaming. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, reach up and pull the wire out. Well, yeah, if she, she could have, when he was not there, she could have yeah. just kind of reached to, for the plastic part or yeah. the rubber part and just. No, maybe her finger's wet and the whole thing is exposed, maybe, but I don't think it so. Wasn't, it, it wasn't. It wasn't all exposed. No, just so, as long as you stay away from that, you're good. Yeah. But, okay, she's a kid. She's afraid. Right. He, she hasn't been ta- trained to be an electrician. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> but the, still, the blind man is able... He he's In this movie, he's able to like throw knives and weapons at people with hilarious accuracy. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, this is for bullseye. being blind. This is, this is, yeah, this is Hawkeye level, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, all while blind. Yeah. And it's, so anyway. Um, we find out at that point that the man, this not John Moxley guy, is the girl's father. And he's yes. come to steal her back. Which... If you know that this man has your daughter and you can prove it, go to the cops? Yeah, you don't need your crew to go and rough up a blind man to get your daughter back. You just, you know, or, or honestly, I, I mean, the blind man seems to know who they are, though. So I guess just showing up at the door and say, hey, I've been looking for my daughter this whole time. And it turns out you have her. Yeah, I want her back. Apparently that's not like just talking it out isn't an option. Well, that's why you get the cops. Yeah, you know they have tasers and guns that they'll actually fire. Well, I guess they fire guns, but but not only that, but like the social services should step in. Perhaps no, none of these people should be this woman, this little girl's guardian. I tell you that. <laughs> yes, that's true. Right. So okay. So we've got the meth addicts over here in one corner, and then we've got the blind guy, oh, who kidnapped a woman to try and have another baby. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Gee, let me think. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Well, maybe that's why they didn't go to the cops. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and we should also say at this point they've also killed the delivery girl um, by crashing into her. Did they shoot her? No, they um, there was they blocked the road. When she got out to go and ask them to move, one of the guys snuck into her van and slit her just, throat. Uh, uh, bashed her head in with a hammer. Yeah, there you go. 
The shaved head does that. That's his yeah. signature move. He's got a hammer. So she's dead. She's dead on the road going to the guy's house. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number two of the Which Trinity. I totally have questions about that later on. Okay. That's number two of the Trinity, by the way, killing a woman. Right. Kill the dog, kill the woman. Yeah. Right. We'll get to the third one. Um, and so they basically take the daughter and they take the daughter away. Um, they tell her that we are, I am your dad. They take her to what looks to be a rundown <laughs> abandoned hotel. More shitty Detroit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they, they can just live there and they've got a meth lab cooking. Yes. They're actively making meth and no one cares. Like there's no, not one cop car at all in this movie. Right. Like, I think at the end in the credits, it said this movie was made without the cooperation of the Detroit police. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, they didn't need him. <laughs> they probably just paid off a meth dealer. like, we're going to use your lab. We're not going to make any meth. But we're just going to film in your lab. Yeah, yeah. We just, you know, here, here here's a hundred bucks. Take the afternoon off. <laughs> so the guy tells the daughter, I am your father. This is what actually happened. You know, we, there was, there was a fire. Blah, 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 and this and that. And he's like, no, okay, well, if you want to go, you can go. And she goes to leave. And then the mother wheels out in a wheelchair, singing the same song that that the daughter remembers. Here we have this tired old thing of how the kid remembers a song but doesn't remember her mother. Yeah, he just remembers this one thing. But remembers the one thing. I'm like, okay, here we go. So the mother... Somehow knows that the kid knows the song. Right. How? How? Like, whatever. So she sings I guess the song. it was a gambit. I guess it was a gamble. Eh? It's like, well, I'll try the song. And then but she could have just kept walking. Movie it over. It always <laughs> works, though. It's I know. It's such a movie trope. It's Thank God I'm in a movie. This is going to work. Don't worry about it's, it. It's just <laughs> like the keys in the visor of the driver's seat. You know what I mean? It's always, they're always it, there. It's always there. Yeah, yeah um, they're always there. <laughs> so they, the mother convinces the daughter that, oh, yes, I'm your mother, and blah, 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 and she proves it. And then it's revealed that the parents wanted to get the daughter back because the mother inhaled so much smoke during the fire that she's having breathing problems and she needs a new heart. Right. So, and it, yeah, it needs to be bloodline. So now, now let's 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 pause here. Okay. Okay. So we have a little fire. Well, we have a lot of fire. Yeah. Dad's fine. He must have been out getting cigarettes or something. Yeah. Mom's got a log full of meth. Yes. Or whatever chemicals. Right. The daughter didn't get burned. The daughter got a little burned. A little burned. Okay. Well, okay. Smoke That's, damage. I mean, yeah. Let's say. Um, eight years have passed. <laughs> yeah. How bad are these injuries? <laughs> that it's... I, I need you right away, but I didn't at all in the last eight years <laughs> since I inhaled burning chemicals from making meth you know <laughs> oh and guess what i do for my vocation make more meth Make meth yeah here's I'm my dying question. from it you know here's my question they have to save her life it is imperative that they save her life 
because she's the only one with the recipe for the meth. So in that same eight years, she found that her worth is in knowing how to cook meth and not teach anyone else. Because not I'm being able to write it go. the fuck down. Yeah, <laughs> she can't yeah. tell anybody yet. She, over eight years, she can't sit over someone's shoulder and go, "Do this, do this, do this." Just by repetition. By the end of six months, I imagine you would get the recipe down. We have the technology. An instructional video can be made. I'm sure there are other people who know how to make meth. In in all of Detroit? In all of Detroit? Probably one. (laughs) I'm sure they can find one other person. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you go to the white suburb nice part of Detroit, there's a white kid who knows how to make meth. Oh yeah, there's a teacher breaking bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> hi, uh, um, this is Chad. He's uh, from uptown. We brought him in to do a seminar on how to make meth. You know, like, <laughs> like maybe that's the mother's ploy to to not die. It's like, no, no, you have to save me because I'm I'm not giving you the recipe. You I get, uh, yeah, like, know, it's, like it's, for her it's survival, yeah, because she's it's like, honey. Otherwise, just, they'll just let her go. Just just write it down. <laughs> you know, it's like no. No, I won't tell you. Blah, blah, blah. And I guess no one's allowed to watch her make it, so no one can just observe and write it down. Okay, she's putting in, you know, 12 pints of cough syrup or whatever. and Whatever they use. Yeah, whatever yeah. they, I don't know. I don't make meth. Um, yeah, I only know the cough syrup thing from Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just what I've heard. I haven't even watched Breaking Bad, so. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Like, but no eight years. Eight and- years. How bad are these injuries? Like, <laughs> they're pretty bad because I guess they uh, need it now. I'm, ma'am. I'm sorry to say, but I'm afraid the fire did just did too much damage. You have about eight to fifteen years to live. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> like, <laughs> but here's the other thing too, because now now this is where the this this rogue surgeon comes back into play. Right. So now we have people in the area who have been cut up and harvested for organs. So we can then safely assume, and she says it needs to be someone of my bloodline. Yeah. So can, are the police just not putting together that all of these people are related? Can we assume then that all the victims are related or of the same bloodline? I I, I don't think we can i think we can can. you can you can do organ donation to someone who's not related to you right i think for the for the heart it should be it has to be maybe that's what they're saying but oh so she's replacing all the other organs in her body is that what you're saying no i'm saying that the the other jobs he's done it might not be to like i kid you kidnap my brother so i can have his liver oh so you're assuming that the other jobs that he did aren't for these people no, yeah, that he's been... See, I'm assuming they are. Like, he's just been, like, this underground, like, mob doctor style, you know, I'm available if anyone needs me. Right. Crook, you know, bad guy X over here, uh, you know, needs a new liver. This guy will get it and put it in you. Pay right. me, you know, cash transaction deal and, and he's on to the next job. See, I'm assuming that he's doing all of this for them. I don't think he has an exclusive contract with them. I think he's... He's a freelancer that they've got for this job, which is to get oh. the heart to do this heart transplant. See, to me, I don't think you you bring him into the movie unless he's working specifically for you, right? Because it does eventually. Because well, like, he, he bounces so easily, though. There's no loyalty there. He yeah, doesn't. You know what I mean? Like he's no, but just, he does. But he says, but he says, you know, you're not paying me enough for this shit. 
or yeah. whatever, right? So, yeah, maybe. I guess yeah, it could go I, either I, way, but... Yeah, he's just all about the money, and he didn't sign on to get killed by a blind man. He came, yeah. you know, he's in enough trouble as it is doing all this shit underground. He's... Yeah. And so who, the the person who I thought was going to be the main focus or villain, at least of this of this whole movie, is completely a side character. I thought we were building to the organ surgeon as the big bad. Yeah. No. It turns out it was just one of the goons. You know, yeah. Who, who I thought was just head goon. Yeah. I thought he was the number one. No, he's the chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've drugged the girl. And they're going to yeah, kill yeah, the girl. They, yeah, they trick her with some orange juice. And... Yeah. So, they, so they've drugged the orange juice and they've knocked her out. And they're going to perform forceful surgery, take her heart out and put it in the put it in the woman. Yeah. So now this is where we're supposed to think that the blind man isn't so bad. Right. I guess. Yes. It's not working. Because I remember I mean, the first movie. I mean, how do you... How do you weigh it? So, killed the dog, uh, killed a woman, and is going to kill their own daughter to save his wife because they're meth dealers and she's got the uh, only recipe. And that's number three, right? That's number three is kill the girl. Kill a child. Yeah. yeah. So, that's all on one hand. On the other hand, you have forcefully imprisoned... And forcibly inseminated with a turkey baster, basically sexually assaulted, possible rape, multiple counts. <laughs> yes. On the other hand. Yeah. By the way, murder. Yeah, yeah, multiple homicides. Multiple well, homicides. we have multiple homicides on both yeah, multiple, sides. Yeah, so homicides. Kinda, so, so they cancel can, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those cancel each other. This, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You take the B squared off of both sides of the equation. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, your your honor, come on. I mean, it's a blended <laughs> bloodbath out there. Can we just focus yeah. on the other shit? It's you Detroit, know? your honor. It's Detroit, right? Right. We need RoboCop now. By the way, it's <laughs> yeah. it's that Detroit. I don't now. think RoboCop would come to this Detroit. I think Detroit RoboCop would look at this Detroit and go, yeah, "I'm going to Ann Arbor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Move to Flint, creep." You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So at this point, yeah, you're whether or not you buy into it really depends on where that scale falls for you, and that's a it, moral it, choice. That it really, and and that's the thing. I, I got. It. I don't know about you, but I come out the other side of this one like, well, now it's just monsters beating up on monsters. It's yeah. Godzilla versus King Kong. There's they, no moral high ground on either side. They're just beating the shit out of each other. There is one other aspect to it, and it is as it's later at the end of the movie, and I guess we can get to that. But he does. The blind man does, uh, when he thinks that he's dying, he recants and repents for everything that he's done. I'm sorry for all that I've done. I know that I was wrong. Like, he does have that that introspective... It's a confession, really. Confession, yeah. And and the the little girl's the priest, right? Which, the confessing to the innocent, I guess there's there's some sort of spiritual luggage there that you can carry, but... uh, which okay, like yes, he does confess. He doesn't. He doesn't give specifics. <laughs> he just. I don't. I don't want her to think I'm a monster. I just want to kind of elude that I have been. Yeah, I just want to elude. I I want forgiveness for my sins, but 
you know, the devil's in the details. <laughs> <laughs> Literally in this case. You know? yeah, yeah. It's like, just, just, can I just get an overall father? He's like going into confession. It's like, bless me, father, for I have sinned. How many Hail Marys can I just get an overarching forgiveness of a lot of yeah. bad things that I did? Yeah, what's the carte blanche I can get? Uh, yeah. This this really is like very, he very just, Catholic of him he, to do this deathbed confession, you he, know? He pulls uh, out his stack of hundreds and goes, what kind of donation would I need to get my sins to be forgiven, Father? And he licks his thumb and starts piling them off one by one, you know what I mean? Oh, that, hey, that, that was an old saying, for every coin in the coffer rings, so a soul to heaven springs was the idea oh there you go it was yes the idea of of uh people were going to priests and making donations to the church so the priest would pray on behalf of their dearly departed to get him out of purgatory and into heaven oh okay so what so the this it's the bag of coins chinka 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 yeah (laughs) yeah my uncle wasn't the best dude but he's family Chinka, chinka, chinka. Will this get him? And, and then they, you know, kind of go through the bag. Yep. <laughs> I'll get started on that right away. Our Father Martin, heaven, hallowed be the you know, like. 10, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, I think I can make this work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I can talk God into this. Yeah, that's li- Listen, for about 100 more, I think there's a condo up there he'd be happy in. <laughs> yeah. I can squeeze him into. Like. You don't want him next to the ice machine, do you, for the rest of eternity? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a bathroom seat. That's all I've got. Yeah, is the, the seat the seat beside the bathroom? That's all. I'm gonna need some more chinka chinka chinka. And more chinka chinka chinka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a thing now. <laughs> I'm hoping it is. Anyway, right. So, but he does the kind of a Catholic de- deathbed confession, right? And that which implies. Had his injuries not been so severe, uh, they might have just walked out of there, you know, hand in hand. I've got to get to a hospital. And she still would not. She would still believe him the hero that she's been. She still does. Uh, She she doesn't. She doesn't know what he's done. No, no, that's true. Well, he just I mean, she just found out that he's been lying to her her whole life, that they've known each other. Yeah, but she symbolically comes back and saves him at the end, though. Right, so. so she, yeah, so she's the bigger person and, and enacts forgiveness, really, in that act, yeah. right? She could just run the fuck away, which she should do. <laughs> yeah. But then where are you going to go? You're in Detroit. In the worst well, she Detroit already had a place picked out. She had this She had this sanctuary already chosen. The place she ends up anyway. That's true. She picked, yeah, she'd already picked her own safe safe zone. That's true. This, this uh, uh, home for wayward kids, what, I forget what it was called, um... Oh, I don't think she ends up there. I think she ends up yeah, still living does. with the blind man, doesn't she? No. I thought she just went up to the kids at the end and just asked to play. No, I think it was kind of a, you got room for one more. Oh, I thought that was just to play. I didn't think that was join the... Well, no, she... Like, join Dr. Xavier's she, School she, for the Gifted. Yeah, yeah. She yeah she went into the, to the X-Mansion there. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> It has been a while since I watched this movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, well, at least it's heavily implied that she's there. Like, she just wants us to be her new home because she can socialize and, like, she's been listening when the when the two adults have been talking about her upbringing. You know, right? Because the, the 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 young woman who dies really early, she's advocating for her to be able to socialize and, you know, in order to be a 
a more well-rounded person versus the blind man who's like, nope, I got, I can't protect her from that there. Right. Um. Oh yeah. And sorry, I have one note here. Um, Hey dad, uh, you kind of buried the lead when you kidnapped me. Mom's alive. Like why, why wait and do the little, the little sing song. He gets her back to the hotel. That's true. And says, you can leave. The next word should have been, but wait, there's more. Yeah. And then, you know, wheel in mom. Like, up your ante, man. Like, you can't, you know what I mean? You got to bid high in this. Go all in. Yeah. If you don't want her to leave. I found that yeah. one. I found that ridiculous. This is, again, I'm sorry to go back, but it was back before the surgery. I just saw that note. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. No, no, that's fine. That was just before the... She has eight to fifteen years to live. Note from uh, <laughs> the eight years since the meth accident. You know, versus a group of children playing introduces herself as Phoenix. Yeah. By the way, her name is Phoenix. Phoenix. Because what is, what was a more name? obvious metaphor we could not make. Oh my God! Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Heavy handed on that one there, but yeah, she was saved from a fire. Oh, what's her name? Phoenix. Oh, okay. And who's triumphant at the end of this movie through all is, this shit? She's is, the only one. Is her last name La Flame? <laughs> is her yeah. name Phoenix La Flame? I am Phoenix Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, my name is Phoenix Metaphor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's pronounced meta with a, or spelled with a four at the end. So dur- during this whole. Um, I'm trying to remember where it was. I think it was after the house. So we have the two big, big, our, our big action set pieces is one in the house. Right. We do, we do a tight 20 there. Um, right. With all of the traps and him, yeah. you know, and the, and this amazing house. Which I guess was just built with all these ante rooms and corridors and basement fuckery and the, you know, because he didn't build this. Right. It's an old dilapidated, it's an older house built maybe like in the 70s or 80s or something like that. And, but it's got all these intricate hallways and, and, and secret passages and all this kind of stuff. So in his back cave, we get basically in the back cave, right? So, and then the second one is, is of course the hotel, uh, where the final set piece is. Yes. Now somewhere in between, I think it was after the house, the blind man is stumbling around. He's injured and very, very quickly and easily stumbles (laughs) upon the truck that his platonic friend was in. Yes. He's, but he also stumbles across the bad guy's dog. Well, he saved the dog from the house, the burning yeah, house. He saves the dog from the burning house. And as he's leaving the house, he he, he discovers that uh, the woman is dead inside the car, goes into the back of that van. But wait, pulls but out, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Okay. Did she die 20 feet from his house? Has she I just been know. sitting there dead this whole time? <laughs> She's been sitting there dead the whole time. This is still it's, the same but night. it's like right outside the window. Like she, the the way th- they set this up, 
the Phoenix could have just looked out the window and say, Hey, isn't that um, Hernandez's van? <laughs> and she looks kind of tired because she's slumped over in the front seat. They're that it's it's that close. Like he stumbles from yeah. his house to to the van. So she got in the van. She said her goodbyes to Phoenix. Got her bills paid with the blind man. Got in the car. Went basically five feet rounded and the stopped. corner. Yeah, she rounded the corner. I don't. I don't think he rounded a corner after the house. <laughs> I didn't see no corner. Basically, she rolled five feet forward and then meh, meh, out of the way meh, 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 and dead. Yeah. She's been 10 feet from the house, 20 feet from the house the whole time. And we. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? <laughs> well, he lives there. right next to the only road into town, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, Pretty much. It's right there. He just instantly finds her. I don't. <laughs> And then when they saw when I, when I saw her go when I saw him going for the van I'm like fuck off he's gonna drive isn't he he's gonna fucking drive no he's I was like I he's, his superpowers are gonna kick in and he's gonna hear meep meep <laughs> and drive around and he's just stick his hand out the window and feel his way to the hotel yeah or just constantly honks so he gets like a sonar like a no no but just as ridiculously he gets Ryland's dog Ryland is the name of the father by the way right. Yeah. Um he gets Ryland's dog and then he stops in at the woman's truck magically knows where to pull out the explosive canisters. Again, the beans <laughs> in the well I guess in the dark well, doesn't did, matter uh, but at least give us a, a, a him like you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is you know what I mean? Like, like a yeah. like an odor from the canister that would dictate it's explosive, right? Yeah, like that, give us something like that. Like like he, not, he he basically rummages through the truck and he arms up, but also point. makes makes a leash with a jingle because he Daredevil yes. hears her keys dangling in the wind inside the truck from the <laughs> twenty feet to his house. Yeah. I'll go stand 20 feet from you and lightly dangle my keys and we'll see if you can hear him. <laughs> yeah. And then he just, he straps a, he straps a, a leash to the dog and says, go home. Right. So now the dog's walking him. You're expecting the dog to be able to go back home from across town. Well, I, like, I, I know some dogs can dogs do can this. Dogs can do that. I sh- I'm sure, but... Did you not see that Disney movie about that entire thing? <laughs> Incredible Journey or Homeward Bound? The Incredible Homeward Journey. Bound, yeah. Yeah, that's a but here's fantastical, the, he, but okay. He, he, but here's the issue. The dog has to want it. <laughs> yeah. After being abandoned by its owner, I'm pretty sure the dog doesn't want to go back there. Yeah, it's like, listen, I was almost set on fire... I now have eight to ten years to live, like the old lady, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I need can a I drink. Have, can I have your daughter's heart if I take you back to where they are? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need it in eight years. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, fuck, I need a drink. <laughs> or maybe some, what if he stops for food? Like, what if home for him is like a hot dog stand? Yeah. That was some guy who was really nice to him and just gives him a free hot dog when they pass by. Like, <laughs> But it works. It, it works. works. The, so... The yeah, so the bad guys have driven in the a really nice pickup truck to the hotel and have had time to have their family reunion all while Go Home is happening. Yes. And so just as he's about to cut her heart out, the lights go out and we have our final... 
he somehow finds the power switch to the building. That he's never been in before, as that far as That he doesn't even know. know where he is. Yeah. This is where it gets a little ridiculous as far as his blind thing, because I watched this a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't watched it since, but I remember that there's the one scene where he's lying down in a room with water on the ground. That's 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 in during this end sequence, because he has his final showdown with, uh, with Shaved Head. Yeah. Where he and does so, the, the uncanny throw and hits him right in the head. <laughs> yeah, but he's laying down, he's got his fingertips out, and you can see it in the trailer. And they walk in, which causes a ripple in the water. And because of, because of his fingers and the ripples in the water, he knows exactly how many people there are, how far away they are, and where they're standing, because he basically rolls over, pops off three shots, and shoots three different, three of the four people. Perfectly. Perfectly. Like, killing blows. Like, I am willing to give blind people the benefit of the doubt, but this takes it too far. <laughs> yeah, like, it, you can, yeah, like, you don't have to have your eyes open to hold a gun straight and shoot it. You do need to know where you're shooting. Yeah. Yeah, th- again, this is like Marvel stuff. This is something Daredevil would do. Maybe not with a gun, but he would have his billy clubs and he would be able to yeah. throw them with perfect accuracy just by hearing the footfalls and feeling the water ripples and how long it took for the water to get to his hand. Like, he's doing all this math in his head. Yeah. Well, by doing crying, solve for X. Okay, if X is, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and he's yeah. doing it rather quickly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, ripple over time equals distance, you know. <laughs> Let's see, the ambient temperature in the room is about 68 degrees. Water, <laughs> yes. if that one travels at this rate with the ripple yeah. going that far, and there's three or four different things That's here, it. that means that they're right there, there, there. I should shoot at about 62 degrees on the x-axis, and and then 54 degrees, and then it's 48 degrees. And then there, I know there's a fourth guy. He's a black guy, but he hasn't said anything yet. And he didn't step I, in the water. And he didn't step in the water, but I know he's there because I'm just going to stand there, and then he's going to say, I think what you're doing is right and what my guy's doing is wrong, so I'm just going to leave the movie now. Bye. And then he leaves. <laughs> yeah, he does. He yeah. just fucks off. You know just- what? I, I, I think he was my favorite character. He, he, yeah, he's he the only one with any morals. Yeah, no, he actually turns really. around. And... But not really. He still helped the whole thing. Yeah, I guess. But at least like this is him repenting, though, right? He I actually... guess he was in the truck the whole time the house invasion was going yeah. on. That's true. He, did, he didn't have a huge... Although, uh, then again, I mean, for him repenting is not really him repenting. He just fucking left. He could yeah. have helped the blind man. But he's more like, well, good luck, old man. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to help you, but I think you're good. Yeah, you're 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 blind. Something tells you're in, me you're in your 60s and you're and you're injured. Oh yeah, Some, you're good. Something tells me if this was a movie, the odds are even now. <laughs> you still got a pissed off father and a drug crazed mother who is in a wheelchair so that that kind of evens it out yeah um so he kills the surgeon off screen off screen yeah um i guess there's a <laughs> you get to this ridiculous scene where they go into a room i guess it was a pool this hotel seemed pretty this nice hotel back pool. in the day yeah <laughs> with a pool with a deep end that's 
50 feet. <laughs> it's like, what, do they have Olympic tryouts there? Like, what, what hotel needs a 50-foot deep end in a pool? Like, I think 10 is enough, don't you was, think? Was this hotel part of like an Olympic village they were building? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Detroit 84, is that what they were going for? Like, <laughs> all the Olympians can stay right there. There's the pool for the high dive. Or or was it so nice that there was a glass bottom halfway down and they kept fish and other things underneath so you could swim on top of the fish? Yeah, you, you could you, know you, what I mean? you could you could rent the units below and watch everyone swim. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But okay. So the mother falls out of the chair. The mother is handcuffed to the daughter, to Tara, or which is or, or Phoenix. Tara is her real name. Phoenix yeah. is her blind person name. Um, and so while the blind man and the father are fighting, <laughs> the <laughs> the daughter is hanging. The, the mother falls over the side into the deep end of the pool, but. She's being held on to by Phoenix through the handcuffs. Yeah. So somehow, and I know the mother is a skinny. Very skinny. Very skinny. But she's an adult woman. It's got to be at least 80 pounds. At least 80 pounds. The kid's 40, half that. Yeah. There's no way that kid is holding up that mother for as long as she does. Without, like, her arm ripping out of her socket, her shoulder yeah. being dislocated, or her just going right in over with her. Yeah, exactly. So not only that does he have like fucking superpowers, she's got superpowers, too. She's got Hulk strength right there. And what does she do? She takes a, she she, takes a knife and cuts off the mother's arm, right? She, she's hacking at the arm. There you go. So this is what I mean. Like, if this little woman, if this little girl can, can survive doing this in a movie and be okay moving forward as an actress yeah i think she'll be all right because here she is hacking at a human arm or what's made up to be one anyway yeah um and doesn't make it all the way through but eventually does get pulled in because she falls on top of her mom oh does she and then has to finish the job how does she get out uh we don't see that do we Oh, there's because um, yeah, because I think she falls, uh, she falls in. Well, she must have what, what, just run to the shallow end, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to the tape. Go ahead. Yeah, maybe you know what? It's been over a week for me too, or about a week for me too. So maybe, maybe in my details, are, I I just remember she didn't make it all the way through the arm. Like that wasn't. I don't think that was the thing. Like that helped her. Because I remember she having to like, like just kind of pull the rest of the arm off. I could be wrong, but... So, errant gunshot kills the mother. Oh, the mother's already dead at this point. She slumps over, which forces the electric chair towards the pool. Right, that's how... The daughter's trying to stop it. The daughter grabs onto a ladder, or the, the ladder to the pool, and that's how she's able to... The mother falls over the side... Um, she's not holding on to the pool thing anymore. She sees the machete. And let's see. Hack. She 
Just hacking at the arm. Looks like, uh, oh no, she does fall in. Yeah. yeah I thought she followed on top of her mom, basically. Like, mom broke the fall. Oh, then the dog comes in for the save. Because the, the father was beating up on the blind man and winning and stabbing him and slicing him. The dog, his own dog comes in for the save. Gets thrown out of a window. Oh, yeah. But survives. The guy blocks the window so the dog can't get back in. Blind man shoves him up against it and then pushes his eye out. Because that's how he kills the father. He just thumbs the eyes and and then he dumps him into the pool, right? Yeah, but then, but that doesn't finish the job. Oh, the daughter just gets out for some reason. We don't see it. Yeah, she must have run to the shallow end or something. Yeah, and then the girl s- stabs the father through the through the heart with the with the machete to end it. Yeah, because he was blind. Yeah. And stabbed the blind man in the back. She stabbed her dad in the back. So everyone's backstabbing. Yeah. And then he staggers and falls into the pool. Next to his wife. Because no one just gets stabbed and falls over these days. No, they have to stab, get stabbed and stagger for yeah. about a mile and a half. Yeah. Or, before yeah, they yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't end up in the truck with the girl from from earlier there. Just yeah, to, to, to who's constantly twenty feet away from everybody. You know, <laughs> he just staggers, staggers, opens the door, pulls her out, gets in the thing, slumps over the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> slumps over the wheel. Yeah. Like, oh, you got so close. You got all the way across town to the thing. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, did you see the mid credit scene? There's a mid-credit scene. Yes, I did not. So the dog eventually this comes. This is a fucking around. Marvel movie. He jeepers cribs. Sorry, go ahead. The dog eventually comes around, gets out of where he was locked into, comes up to the blind man, licks his fingers, and the fingers twitch. Oh fuck off! Really? Yeah. Oh come on! I'm not kidding. So don't breathe three, folks. Oh, I thought I guess we were he's, done. I guess he's going to be going up against a child molester. Actually, what's, I, what's worse at this point? I, I, I think that might be it. Like uh, uh, human traffickers. Jacob from Twilight. <laughs> Imprinting I, on a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I, you know what? I can tell you who he's going up against. What's that? Phoenix. This girl is fucked. <laughs> All right. <Is> she. <laughs> Let's get yeah. to it. Let's get to it on this show. We like to find the real story behind the story. Mark. Yes. Thank you, Derek. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> I got nothing else. Go ahead. Oh, I, oh yeah. You don't have anything else? No, no, no. I don't oh, have okay, anything else. Okay, go okay. for it. Um, I've been calling it this dare. Not only is this a daredevil movie, I'm calling old man daredevil. For those of you who read the comic books, there's old man Wolverine, old man <laughs> Hawkeye, right? It's take place in the future. These aged, like very aged superheroes. Yeah. This is old man daredevil. 
Like, okay. This is like, you can see Matt Murdock in his retirement years just gardening and then gets, you know, runs afoul of some ne'er-do-wells and one last kick at the can, he's going to be a hero, right? Um, sure. But not only is it that, but it's also a friggin' supervillain origin story of the little girl. Her adoptive dad was a, like, piece of shit rapist who lied to her. Yeah. Her whole life. Her actual parents were, you know, meth cooking kidnappers who would murder just as soon as look at you. Right. This is a supervillain origin story if I ever saw one. Supervillain, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So the next movie, eight years later, she's now, you know what I mean? Like teenagers, like like (laughs) late teens. Is she like? And is terrorizing Detroit. My parents were killed in a fire. And then they were killed again in a pool. I stabbed my own dad in the back. What do you think I'm going to do to you? you (laughs) And then my stepdad was a rapist and I found out about him. I'm the evil who lurks in the night. (laughs) Why does she sound like Batman? I don't know. but (laughs) She smokes, I guess, a lot. There you go. Well, she probably have to after all of this. I, I don't know if you know this, but I sucked in a bunch of meth as a child and stumbled out into the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I talk like this as an adult. I've only got eight to 15 years to live, the doctors say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless I find a heart of a different kind. Yeah. Maybe it's yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just Her supervillain name is Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. My parents almost cut out my own heart while I was still awake. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is a, this is a fucked up, this is a supervillain origin story. This is the next movie. She's coming back. She's going to be on a killing spree, and the old man's going to have to come out of retirement, like super retirement, to try and stop her, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, this. I went this, through high school stealing hearts. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> My God, the heartbreaker struck again. He, she just leaves him there, broken, <laughs> on the sidewalk. Literally. <laughs> oh, there's the new guy, puking in the corner. <laughs> That's my or is it's. It literally, yeah. it's, it, uh, come on, and you've even confessed to it. This is essentially like a sure. comic. If, if this was a comic book movie, I wouldn't be as surprised. But no, they're trying to make it, uh, like, well, he's had some Navy SEAL training. Ergo, he's Daredevil. Yeah. I went a slightly different way for it. Um, or is it, and I'm going to do this as a pitch. As uh, So imagine you've just pitched me this. Uh, you've pitched me, I want to do Don't Breathe 2, but I'm the studio exec. Okay. Okay. Can we make that sequel for Don't Breathe? Uh, but can we make it taken with a bit of Inception? Because <laughs> it is taken. It's like, give me back my daughter. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. a certain percentage <laughs> Because that seems to be what a lot of movies are these days. I have a particular set of blind skills. <laughs> and it's kind of Inception because he stole her first. So it's the father is saying, give me back my daughter. And then the oh, blind man is saying, give it, me back my daughter. Taken. It's Takenception. It's retaken. It's retaken. R-E colon taken. Yeah. <laughs> the Matrix retaken. Yeah, That's what yeah. It <laughs> the Matrix retaken. Well, yeah, with the action scenes and stuff. You might as- yeah. yeah. The, the Matrix retaken, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how he could see where those bad guys were to shoot them because he can see code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is real, Phoenix? You know? <laughs> <laughs> A phoenix, a stupid name that you could see have them have online. 
Oh, yeah, that is totally you know, an online The anime. Blind Man, you know? The, the, yeah, Phoenix and the Blind Man. Like, it's... Yeah. Follow the Phoenix, Blind Man, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. The Phoenix shine, sign, shines so bright, even a blind man can see her, you know? Yeah. All right, well, that's going to about do it for Don't Breathe 2. I'm Derek. I'm Ian Mark. Join us next time. We'll take a look at our favorite history teacher slash adventurer as he goes to the Arctic in search of an ancient monster come back to life. Harrison Ford grumbles his way through Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Frost Shark. (laughs) 